0: Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this live from Madrid's Boulevard. It's full and range! I see, I see, I see. Welcome to the Sounds of Suburbia, otherwise known as the kitchen, in my lovely home. We've got a baby in the front
1: room, we've got washing
0: hanging outside. Does
1: your baby hate me? Why? Every time I hold her, she cries.
0: No, she just has a low threshold for you. (laughs) There's no, like, hate, she's just like... Done with you after a clearly 90 right. seconds.
1: There's a very small window when you're not a mum or a dad that a baby wants anything to do with you. And yeah. the problem is that no matter how much you rationalise that or understand what the issue is, you can't help but feel like less of a person when a baby cries. I think I'm the baby whisperer. Then I hold babies and I'm like, babies don't want anything to do with me. But how's
0: this? It's like this weekend, um, I, I started sort of moping a little bit because Sham was getting more smiles than me. Yes, yeah, I see. was just like, well, why doesn't she? Well, does she's not, I mean. You know, dare I quote from a previous segment,
1: mm. it's a baby. <laughs> but you see, at least when you're not the parent, you can say, oh, it's just because I'm not the parent. I smell different. I don't have the yeah. same genes. But when your mum's getting a bit more attention and you're the dad, you're like, hang on a second. Yeah. Your, your, your bits are half of my bits. Like, Come on. Well, that's fine. Well, that's
0: fine. I'll remember when she wants to borrow the car. I'll just say no.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, we must say at the very beginning of the podcast, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah,
0: speaking of. Yeah. Take your oh. shirt <laughs> Oh, (laughs)
1: ladies.
0: Hello. Drink it in, Rach. Oh,
1: shit. Drink
0: it in. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Now, Rachel, I've let you down. This won't surprise you. What? But last week on the podcast, all promises made about taking two rolls of film. Oh, yes. And going off and getting them developed. That's true. That is a little harder than you think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, here's me thinking, you know, oh, rabbit photo. Mm. I don't think it exists anymore. I
1: told you I don't know where I'm going to get these photos developed. And I've got a bag full of films and they will forever be just mystery memories. But
0: the thing is, is, the, is that as the week has rolled on mm. and my inability to find somewhere to go and get them processed has rolled on. Yeah. What's on them has changed. Because in my mind it's like, oh, okay, these are just going to be, you know, photos of you with, you know, pink hair and sort of your music festival. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, maybe it's like, you know, hunting rhinos or okay. some sort of, you know, <laughs> right. part of your, you know, yeah, yeah. African safari yeah, that yeah, you've yeah. completely forgotten about. Mm. I've never, ever got into the source. 'Cause I just don't think that you would have been a film source person. No. But last week mm. when I was listening back to our podcast, because I do like a little air chip. <laughs> there was a slight hint of I don't know what's on these. I don't know. So what's you're uncertain on them. whether there was one drunken evening where you've just taken one or two little, little, little snaps and you've thrown them in with everything else and you just went, I don't know what's in there. See,
1: I don't know. I've never been somebody who takes nude photos of oneself or in any kind of sexual situation. It's certainly hard to
0: do in a missionary sense.
1: Very difficult. Mission
0: is not a great photographic
1: position. No, because when you do the sort of selfie arm, all you can get is the back of somebody's head. Yeah, it's like, you oh, know? wow,
0: somebody's... Sleeping on somebody else. (laughs) Exactly. Somebody else is planking.
1: But I do recall when I was younger and I was dating a guy and we were at home one day at his. He lived at his parents' house. His parents were out (laughs) of. course he did his parents were out at work we were university students so oh, we were on, hang just on, faffing about hang on,
0: let me let me turn on some saucy music for this oh please i've, do. Got, I've got exactly the right song okay like, right exactly the right song okay just, just 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 exactly ready. the right okay. song because by the time i find this yeah it'll be next week okay. but i'm telling you i'm telling you it's absolutely worth it all right oh, so right. everyone i just want you to imagine rachel's telling a little story <laughs> And listen to the words cuz this guy his pants were chafing
1: <laughs> So we went decided that we might have a bit of a skinny dip in his pool Oh Turn
0: off the <laughs> Here we go have a listen Oh Oh yeah it's getting better you, oh. this, this bit. Let's take a shower. Oh. <laughs> oh, Yeah. All right. Last bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Oh. Well, at least he
1: likes to give and receive. He's not a he's not yeah. a selfish man. He's not your
0: average university. What student. is that song? That's Teddy Pentagrast. And it's called Turn Off the Lights. Teddy Pentegrast was this uh super 70s sort of sexy black man singer. Yeah. And he had the same manager as Alice Cooper, and they were realizing that. Lots of women were really excited to go to these shows because they were a bit sort of Barry White, but with a bloke you'd actually want to have sex with, rather than just a mountain. (laughs) He sounds sexy,
1: but I think he would squash me. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. But um, they worked out Mm. that, you know what, let's do women-only shows. And they did, and he didn't like, you know, do Wild Boys afloat getting it out. But he just was all, oh yeah, sexy.
1: I just can't believe the particulars of his, you know, because usually there's the essence of let's just do something romantic behind closed doors. It's I'll just literal. give you a vague, you know, but not many songs say let's some- take a
0: shower. <laughs> yeah. Take a shower together. <laughs> oh, I've got pairs to in one. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. But anyway, you're in the middle of a rooting story.
1: Oh, no, I wasn't. It wasn't very interesting. It was just that we had stayed at home, me and my boyfriend at the time had stayed at home um, to take the day off. And we thought, let's go skinny dipping. (sighs) And I had the old, you know, disposable camera, took a few happy snaps, and same situation, the rolls of film stayed undeveloped for years, mm. till well and truly after we had broken up. And there's a weird moment where you go to the shop to get oh. the chemist to develop them, and yeah. you can't remember what's on the roll. And then next thing you know, you're seeing fully nude photos. Of somebody you broke up with three or four years ago? Yeah. Just very weird.
0: Oh, but you kept (laughs) him.
1: Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Want to stay
0: in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au.
1: Last week in the questions for Paulie segment, you very cho- popular, <laughs> very popular. I think it's I think it's up there with
0: the regional radio. Man It's one of the biggest we've ever done. You
1: know, we've actually got a question for Paulie from a Mad Rooter listener oh, wow. today. Good on you, man. Uh, so I will be doing bringing that up a little later, but. I would love to get you to do – we haven't done Mailbag for a while, so please head to our au website and send us an email because we do go through them all. And um, I would like you to email your underwhelming dreams because do you remember last week in Questions for Paulie? I didn't let you get out your great dream, but I told you that mine was to drive the mobile stairs at the airport. Yeah,
0: you just – you wouldn't let me – Say what I wanted to do before I died. Yes. Your classic marriage where it's all about (laughs)
1: you. Well, feel free to, when we've spoken about this, you know, pop in your two cents because I was chatting to somebody about oh, so now it. I'm
0: getting commission. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, look how far we've come after a week of therapy. But
1: only after I've told my story. Uh. <laughs> so I was chatting to somebody this week. I was actually doing a show. I was actually hosting a show and as one of the f- parts of the show, we were doing, um, having a bit of a conversation thing and I thought, Oh, you know what, I'll bring up the fact that I really like want to drive the mobile stairs and I'll ask this person that I'm interviewing whether they have an underwhelming dream as well. And you know when you say that, you put somebody on the spot, you don't think that they're going to come up with something very quick. Because nine times out of ten, you sort of go, uh, 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 jump sure. out of a plane. Exactly. So this girl turned to me and she says, my two dreams are, I've always wanted to sing musical theatre in a supermarket aisle. And secondly, the other thing that what? I want to do before I die is make pom-poms. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, no, you win. Yeah, yeah, You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. win. That's fantastic. That is the best underwhelming thing that you want to do before you die. And well, please a, head to paulandrache.com.au if you've got one.
0: But I don't understand. what's. I mean, pom pom, a certain amount of skill, but what's
1: holding her back from... Singing musical theatre? Yeah. I
0: don't know. But from I, a bit of magical Mr Mistopheles in the <laughs> you know in the frozen food section.
1: I would say, though, that the pom-pom is the easier to achieve. I said to her, right now, if somebody gave me wool, a pair of scissors, and a bit of cardboard, we could make them... Your dreams could come true. See, I
0: don't know how to make a pom pom. Really? It's more it is more intimidating to me to make a pom pom than, than, you know, where in the world have you been hiding? <laughs> over next to the Jats. You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: I still didn't give you an opportunity to say you're great. No, it's fine.
0: <laughs> I think I think well, I think we've developed what they like to call is an arc, right?
1: Yeah. One of these days, we will get to your great dream, but not now. My
0: dream before I die is to tell you what I want to do before I die. (laughs) Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Rach, some breaking medical news.
1: (laughs) Breaking breaking medical medical news.
0: news. Uh, South African doctors. Oh, goodness. Have performed the world's first penis transplant.
1: (gasps) The first one?
0: Yeah, I I would have thought by now they would have worked it out.
1: But what about old mate Bobbitt? Didn't he have it sewn back well, on? Well, this is
0: it—a uh, nine-hour operation, which took place back in December. Geez, how's was the breaking news? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on, have hang on, I just... No, that's actually a story published <laughs> today. Is from December. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, uh, it was part of a pilot study. What, so hang on, they were just waiting around for somebody. Um,
1: Who's going to put their hand up for that one?
0: Well, this is it. Now, apparently, they're, they're trying to get ready to... This is one of 250 operations. What? Hang, hang on. on. 250 or so young South African men lose their penises every year. How? Because of coming-of-age rituals gone <gasps> wrong. Oh, I'm not aware of it, it What's a sort of Backyard
1: circumcision Oh that is terrible oh. You know At the other end Of the spectrum I mean that is The lower Socioeconomic areas I could imagine But do you know That in the Oscars Bag this year
0: <laughs> uh, the... I'm looking forward To the link Between this And a replacement Penis
1: Honestly The people That got an Oscars gift bag Actually got a Voucher to a Cosmetic surgeon Based in Alabama Who gives a thing Called Priapus shots What's that Which is a shot using your own blood and plasma and stuff oh. that's supposed to grow your penis by 10 <laughs> to 20% and make it stronger. What? This is the latest thing for cosmetic surgery in the United what? States. So
0: it, it creates... Strength or length?
1: Basically, they inject. They they'll get your plasma or your blood or whatever. They'll do it in the old whippy thing that they do. You know that they whiz around like the gravitron for right. Yes, you know, yes. you know, like the the medical gravitron. <laughs> then all of the little test tubes and things vomit yeah, when yeah. they come out. <laughs> uh, then, There's a
0: Mary bloke standing there.
1: <laughs> exactly. Then they inject it into the patient's penis in five places, and then this is this is the truly truly great part where you on a daily basis would just feel like such a gem of a person for one to two months after the patient is required to penis pump for 10 minutes a day oh, seriously! <laughs> uh, and then it's supposed to kickstart tissue and blood vet- vessel growth which grows your willy and makes it stronger okay
0: can you see Mummy the details <laughs> yes okay. can get the guys up on the paul and rage facebook page
1: I said earlier that we had a questions for Paulie that was sent through from a mad rooter. Daisy has emailed us. At Hello, Paulie Daisy. H. Hello, Daisy. Oh,
0: look at you. Can I just drink it <laughs>
1: Oh. What are you wearing? Oh. Answer us in an email next week. Please be older than 18. (laughs) Please be older than 18.
0: Because that's going to be trouble. (laughs) Imagine, you know what our luck's going to be? I
1: know, I know. I'm I'm 12 and just discovered Rodney (laughs) Rood and Paul and Rach. Um, So she has started her email. Howdy. 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 Uh, Random wrong convo at a mate's baby shower over the weekend. You know what we love? A wrong, wrong combo. Con- oh, I
0: thought you were going to say a baby shower. <laughs> no. Because I'm happy because it means she is over 18. Exactly. I'm not thinking too many 12-year-olds.
1: No, no, aren't going to be going to baby shower. Uh, was with some peeps hovering around a screen. Okay, we're definitely safe here. Watching one, Abby Winters. Oh, yes! <laughs> Daisy. Turns out I think that's one of the girls mm, on every week. Turns out that the parents to be went to high school with a straighty one eighty girl who now chose to throw her leg over on said site. My question for Paulie is: Is it wrong to have a five knuckle shuffle? To porn If you know the person in it
0: I'm still confused Daisy's a b- Girl A girl A girl but Yeah you're using such terms I know
1: I've never heard the term Five knuckle shuffle Oh please Am I out of the loop
0: It's That's, that's Is that old school Yeah
1: Okay all right. I've, I, I've never heard that But do you think it's okay To spend time with oneself In an intimate way If you know the person in
0: it? Uh, I find that a little weird Well look It's their career choice And you're supporting them <laughs> Are you So I think you can ration Personalise it as a way of just, you know, it's what they want to do. I'm helping them chase their dreams. You're being a
1: good friend. Yes.
0: Creepier, though, yeah. is if you walked into a strip joint, you recognised the person yet still proceeded to try to get the private show. I think that would be...
1: <gasps> yeah, see, a friend of mine, not so recently, but at one point did begin working as a stripper and... My
0: friends are amazing. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of odd stories like, coming I've got today. cool friends. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But they ain't doing that. Well, like they say come over and watch telly.
1: Yeah, I see I never saw her on stage, but I did have a friend of a mutual friend of ours go in and see her there and then just kept watching.
0: Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, no. I find that weird. Now, she at this point had made eye contact and had a conversation and had even said, oh, how's Rachel? Have you seen it? And then she went up and did the show and he sort of sat front row centre. That is just because, you know, we've been to a strip club before and the big thing that I said to you is I'm not sure what I do when they come up to me. I don't know how to make eye contact because then I feel like I have to engage them in conversation. I find it a little weird to be watching directly into the area that they're gyro because that seems a bit weird but if you add the element of i know you, make you. it seem
0: like you were almost uncomfortable there. <laughs> I, was. I mean you make it seem like you didn't want to be I there and I you didn't. were dragged there by your male co-host I was.
1: hey
0: let's go in here let's go in here let's go in here let's, no, no, let's stay in here let's stay in here let's stay in here why are you leaving i'll just stay i've got to stay i've got to stay <laughs> want to stay in touch head to the website paulandrache.com.au Oh yeah, P.S. Daisy, um, can you tell us what the name of the person was <laughs> on the old Abbey Wintars? You're listening to Paul and Rach. Mm-hmm. Rach, I don't know where I'm going with this, but um, as you know, there's been a little cyclone that's rolled through Vanuatu. Yes. Ooh, at 300 Ks an hour. Yeah. but 300 Ks an hour. It's
1: basically flattened the place. Now,
0: here's the thing. If you knew there was three hundred Ks of winds coming and presumably there's a couple of days notice mm. and you're on an island, mm. would you up and go or because it's your house, it's your stuff, it's the things you love, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, if if, if you know, you're in like a little sort of straw house, mm. but if you're in a proper, you know,
1: I sometimes am quite amazed at the power of attachment uh, that people have to their things in their home when the fury of Mother Nature is bearing down at a rate of knots. The the thing, same thing happens to a friend of mine who lives in Florida and had her house leveled about three times and just rebuild. No. If that was me, uh, I would move. Correct. You know, and and I get it, you're very attached to to a place, but sometimes I think that as a person we underestimate just how powerful wind and rain and the oceans can be.
0: But there is that part of you that, and and I reckon this would be a big part of me, which is saying, well... I've never seen 300k winds. Yeah. Like, I want to stay. So it's not that I necessarily love my baby grand piano. Yeah. But it's that I want to see what a massive storm looks like.
1: But if we were sitting here in this house, I think sometimes if you haven't seen that kind of nature's fury, I would find it very difficult to imagine in my own head that there could be a storm that would be strong enough to come here and actually rip this house from its foundations. Yes. We're not not in the the three little pigs. (laughs) Yes!
0: We going for the, 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 the You're listening to Paul and Rach. Just on storms, just normal Australian storms, right? Mm, mm. Are you ever freaked out by rain, lightning, thunder? Do you have any rules like, I'm not going to drive because it's just <laughs> too this, that, and the other?
1: No. Because
0: no. my beautiful, amazing, wonderful wife,
1: <laughs>
0: yesterday, as it was absolutely Harry hissing down outside, mm-hmm. was like, We can't. No! We we, we can't go, it's too wet on the roads... (laughs) Oh, we can't drive. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with our car. I don't think it's going to turn itself inside out and <laughs> our baby's going to, you know, <laughs> disappear from it.
1: I, the only thing I have in weather like that is that I have hair issues. You know I have hair issues. Yeah. And sometimes I would say that, you know, if you are a similarly disadvantaged person in the hair department, you can get to an irrational level of fear about your hair that does rival somebody fearing that they could be washed away and die. Correct. You know, sometimes if I go out in a rainstorm, I went out the other night and I had sort of... 50 metres uh, between the restaurant that I was going to and the theatre and I didn't have an umbrella and because I could start to feel the just beginnings of the droplet, I sprinted leaving my friends behind me because I just couldn't deal with the fact that if I'm out here and one or two drops are on my head, i got to get on stage looking like Cameron Diaz in Being John Malkovich. I,
0: I, I, th- I think it's... <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about Mary. No, no. <laughs> I do think it's a little excessive that you call the SES. style
1: no, but seriously, sometimes I understand they have important things to do. But important is also my yeah. hair. Put a top hole in over this. <laughs> Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. You know, last week we were talking about my landlord, Giorgio, oh, who, Hiorgio. 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 Hiorgio, who went around I oh, these... just got a text from my wife. What?
0: Glad oh. I'm fodder for the podcast.
1: <laughs> See, this is what happens when we do the podcast and she's only a room away. It's <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry. Giorgio. Uh,
1: so Giorgio, the uh, guy that wandered around the streets of London picking up rubbish from people's bins to furnish his sublet apartments, I was having a chat about, that with uh, a guy, a friend of mine the other day, and he was talking about a House that he lived in in Germany And underneath the house was a woman called Frau Wolf Frau Wolf. Fra Wolf And um, Frau Wolf was a schizophrenic Hilariously named <laughs> Was person. a hilariously named schizophrenic yeah, oh, Now, oh. my friend is an improviser And he was going, he was in Europe to As do As was this lady Well, this is the thing He was over in Europe to do Sorry, I'm no, sorry No, why is that bad? Well, you can't joke
0: about Well, that.
1: I was about to to say he was over in Europe doing some shows, and so he was doing a bit of sort of rehearsing. And he actually thought that downstairs there was another improviser because <laughs> she was just shouting out and doing all these different characters and things. So he's
0: doing theater sports. Yes, she's suffering a crippling mental. Exactly. <laughs> so
1: anyway, she. The reason he was telling me about this story because we were talking about sort of bad neighbors and bad landlords and things. And basically he had a few people over from time to time and there was this odd sort of sound. You know, have you ever caught a a plane and it makes a sound like they're sawing the wings off? Yes. What is that sound? Death. <laughs> it, it seems like death to me. Yeah. Because it's like that... Anyway, he said that he would hear that, and he said when people came over, he would laugh and joke with them and say, oh, I'm pretty sure that's Frau Wolf trying to saw her way through the apartment into mine. Ha, 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 Funny, funny joke. Anyway, the cops came to arrest Frau Wolf one day and found out that she had actually been sawing into his apartment. <laughs> wow. Wow. She was trying to get up through the kitchen floor and there was the beginnings of a sword hole in the bottom of his, uh, like underneath his, I don't know why. What what crime can you be arrested for? She owned the joint? No, she was just a tenant living underneath him in the same sort of duplexy kind of place, whatever it was. That
0: said, if you've ever lived underneath a young person who likes to party, the noise on her roof might have been boom, 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 boom,
1: boom. Instead of the broom, she's just gone the saw and said, you know what, if you're going to have a Party out there, may as well have it down in my place. Why the f am I defeating this woman? Is it because I feel bad for hanging shit in her a bit? I think it is. I think it is. Anyway,
0: wherever you are, I hope you're okay. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website paulandrake.com.au
1: I have a uh, woman that I've read about on the internet who is in need of love. And Nobody's I think
0: ever read about that. What do you
1: mean? Women
0: on the internet, you just look at the pictures.
1: Oh, yes. Well, you should have a look at the pictures. They are currently on our Facebook page. Hello, ladies. Oh. She is a voluptuous masseuse oh. with breasts the size of a two-year-old child. Oh. <laughs> oh. Her name is Christy Love. She is 36 uh, and she is... on on the prowl for a partner, for her and her 48 double N bosoms. These things are ginormous. And she said there's there's apparently a new show on, uh, if you are a Foxtel customer, you can see it on TLC, uh, on Strange Love.
0: Okay, I'm just looking here At, at, at what? 48 double ends look
1: like. Yeah. She says, my boobies do not need to be alone. It's time for them to find a man. Okay.
0: You need to go and register them with the local council because they're (laughs) either
1: a development
0: application (laughs) or pets.
1: She says, actually, that they're also a cooking hazard. She says, quote, sometimes they get stuck in the pot or they can get caught on the burner.
0: There is nothing about that that I find attractive. There
1: is a photo, if you scroll down through the uh, article, of her standing at the stove (laughs) and her titty is actually resting on the burner. Can you think of the number of times that you've either just turned the burner off and sort of like a... You imagine putting a mam on a burner? Oh! Well, see, having a
0: gut, this often happens to me. Oh. Because, you know, know, I'll just, uh, you know... You'll
1: rest it on the top of something.
0: Oh, the best is Ash's change table. Oh, or I can just rest it on the change table. Da 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 da. So wow. it's not
1: always a bad thing. See, I we once uh, were chatting to a guy on the on a radio show I did about when have you you know hurt your bottom area, and he said that he his wife was cooking a roast and he raced in to have a shower, and uh, his wife asked him to check on the roast after he got out of the shower. He thought I'll just quickly whiz oh. over and do it, so he pulled the oven door down, took a little squat to check on the meat. Oh. 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 Baked Bag.
0: You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: You're going to be proud of me, Paulie. What happened? Are you getting married? No, but I went to a delightful friend's (laughs) wedding on the weekend. I'm okay. I went to a friend's wedding oh, on the weekend. But, but he's not okay? But, no, he's okay. Oh, good, just checking. Everybody's okay. In fact, so okay that this wedding... Um, oh, 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 did you catch a bouquet? No, I didn't catch... There was no throwing of the bouquet. Oh,
0: one of the lefty weddings.
1: Oh, or maybe they did it and I was just somewhere else. Drunk. <laughs> is there a chance
0: you were just canoodling? You would have mm. been a massive canoodler. No. At a wedding, were you just like a bit holding hands and just like, mm, this is nice. Mm. It's a love thing.
1: No, I've become very conscious of my canoodling. Behaviour behaviour um, because at a event uh, that I went to a little while ago where I took a partner when I just this started... The theatre thing? The theatre thing. The
0: theatre thing where just... This was legendary. Yeah. I heard about
1: this where just, you know, it oh, was just... I had too much to drink and... Kizzy, kizzy, kizzy. The whole night.
0: Or more importantly, praying mantis eating somebody else's head.
1: Yeah, at, at the table, at a table of six where at oh. one point... Somebody texted me who was sitting across from me saying, saying, get a room. Oh. Yeah, it was so embarrassing. So I'm very mindful because you know I'm not like that. That's not the way that I am.
0: But can I say, one of my favourite moments. It's not like a big, you know, kissy-kissy moment. Mm. But, I mean, I have a very tough exterior, right? So it's always very... Difficult for me to explain these moments yeah. of love. Mm. Best moment is if if you ever go, uh, you know, Sean and I would ever go to a wedding, and at the moment where the w- vows would happen, or an out man and wife, we just squeeze each other.
1: To you. Yeah, there were a couple That's of those squeaky. moments. That's very a cute. Moment. The other great thing is it was my friend Joel who's getting married, and he is really like I've known him since I was seventeen. Oh, and
0: congratulations!
1: Yeah, he's like a brother from another mother to me, and. Just seeing somebody you love find somebody that they love and saying just the most lovely, wonderful things about that person. And also, like, they don't mean them. No, they don't (laughs) don't mean them. They'll be divorced in a year. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, look, I didn't want to bring this up. On the podcast, mm. but the things I've heard.
1: Oh, you've heard? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, we're <laughs> circulating at the wedding. Not just
0: wandering eyes. You know,
1: the thing about the wedding, though, that I thought you would be proud of is that they did a brilliant job of the, at the reception of just going above and beyond. It wasn't just your sit-down dinner in an amazing, amazing location. But after the sit-down dinner was done, they had a cheese and champagne room, oh. which was like a, all these uh, amazing cheeses. They also had a whiskey and Cigar bar. Oh
0: yeah! And
1: guess who had a little whiskey and a cigar? Really? Yes, yes. Granted, I shared it because I couldn't get through one full one. Wow, what was it like? And what do you think? My mouth tasted like poo. Okay, not when it was <laughs> happening though. No, not when it was happening, but afterwards, and for all the next day, all I could taste was like. Poo. Yeah,
0: well, it's 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 it's, it's good poo. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Mm-hmm. Rach, right, time for a bit of tech time. <gasps> yes, bit of seventies version.
1: Who has that as their ringtone? Exactly. Imagine just
0: oh <laughs> yes, officer
1: <laughs> for an incredible company that does design. Uh, for a company that does design and things very well, they suck at ringtones. Correct.
0: Well, mm. a couple of things on the Apple front. Obviously, we've discussed the watch before. Yeah, you know, I'm all in. You're going to be
1: uh, a little cautious. Yeah, I wrote a, an, an article for the Daily Tele that will pretty much guarantee I'm never going to get an Apple Watch ever. And what to, sent for free? Yeah, sent for free. And they don't send anything for free Correct. to anybody. Will, Stephen can, Colbert couldn't yeah, even get an Colbert. iPad or something. You, you uh, but thank you very much to the person who I wrote an. Article about it and called it the iWatch the whole way through, which I think is fair, even though it's called the Apple Watch. Because oh, but they're it...
0: going, it's not the iWatch. Yeah.
1: I got a tweet saying, um, research thanks, it's not actually an iWatch. Oh, um, well, f- you yeah, <laughs> agree.
0: Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Watermelon. <sighs>
1: Watermelon. A this is what your life has become, Pauline. now that you have a child. Oh. You will be looking up all manner of entertaining uh, musical things to keep little Asher entertained. Although it was mildly adorable that she danced is, when the, it came it on. It is
0: cute, but my whole thing is I try to play her real music, mm. like, you know, her mother. <laughs> wants
1: her to listen
0: to children's but music.
1: Let's have a moment to just say that what's her name, J- Justine, Justine Clark, Clark who
0: from home and away,
1: from home and away, has taken it upon herself to write some children's uh, songs and market them out to the world. Very clever, very Should clever. Be. This is something that seems to be the way that a lot of people go with the children's books and like the Wiggle and the children's entertainment. And I swear, if I had you less of an it, attachment could... to my dignity, I'd do it. <laughs>
0: Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. All right, back to tech time. Tech
1: time. Tech time. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's very good. A bit of reverb. Mm.
0: I just pushed the little pedal.
1: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) in my mind. Now,
0: as you know, uh, both of us love the little MacBook business, right? The MacBook Pro, the MacBook Air. New one's coming out. I think it's about one millimeter thick. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Apple doing what Apple does best. They have introduced a new USB. Now, the new one will only have. One USB that is also the way you charge it and the way you can play video out of it.
1: But I need more than one USB.
0: This is it. So how do they come to the scenario where, oh, it's super thin and it's wonderful and design means everything to us, but not realise that maybe, just maybe... You're gonna plug one USB in one side and one you know, like a terabyte drive or something, and move and drag from one to the other.
1: These people are supposed to be all about efficiency and making things easier, but you know what's going to happen? They're going to need the you know they're going to have a five USB adapter, yeah. so you can Ooh. put one USB in there, and then you got to spend three hundred and fifty dollars on an adapter or something. No, I'm still going to buy it. I oh, know.
0: You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: Have you ever wondered poorly what they do with soap bars in hotel rooms that you only partially use? Oh! Not till
0: now. I have. But I genuinely now, because you know what, I, I'll be honest, what I have in the past, mm. I might have outgrown it now, but what I used to love doing, trying to shove them down the... Oh, the sinkhole. <laughs> just trying to sort of push them through like some sort of, you know...
1: It's like the potato masher kind yeah. of, or a garlic crusher or something. Yeah. Well, I was reading an article about certain things that people don't know about hotel rooms. Most of them were boring, as those kind of articles usually are. But then they said that they the half-used soap bars, they recycle them and make them into new soap bars to send to poorer countries and homeless shelters.
0: That's mean.
1: That is mean. That's mean. Like, I understand the process of reusing, but the idea of taking somebody's, like, cube oh. riddled I've wash my butt crack yeah. with this soap, and then giving to the homeless. Correct.
0: And I'm sorry, we all know filthy things happen in hotel rooms. Filthy. Like, Filthy. Yes. So the level of cleanliness required is even greater mm. or even less. So sort of that strange thing where people go, oh, I'll only sort of use the soap because it's my day off. But
1: also the soap in a hotel room, which is a tiny little soap, you know when you have a bigger soap, usually the process is get the rubber from the soap, then wash yourself. With a hotel soap, it's always so little that you soap with a direct application, which means you're giving away soaps to homeless people that have been direct contact onto us.
0: Not since, you know, I remember Nestle threw all of that, you know, old baby milk or whatever
1: it was. I find this very cruel. What I also find is that it is still bizarre to me that people are Actually, still using soap? Are you a soap person? I find it's mostly boys that
0: use soap. I used to be until I found, you know, the the, the body wash, the big sort of massive, yeah, you know, five liter body wash thing. You go, it's but, easy.
1: But also, um, when you use that for the first time, did you think to yourself, "Oh wow, my skin doesn't feel like the Sahara Desert"? <laughs> soap dries out your skin.
0: Yeah, I agree. I
1: don't understand why anybody. It seems to be only boys that use it, but every boy I've ever dated seems to have a real attachment to soap that they just won't let go of. Maybe they just. Me to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Reich. Just a quick one before we finish up. Oh, no. Mm. It's
0: not that time.
1: Oh, it is. It is. We're behind you. We're (laughs) behind you. (laughs) Paul of Rachel's mailbag, which I really want to bring back. We haven't had it for a few weeks. Stuff our bags full. Make our bags so full
0: that we've got to release them Mm. all over the podcast.
1: Exactly. And by that, we can also say do no work because you're doing our work for us. Thank you. Uh, Duncan Allen sent us an email. Just very. Very quickly, referring to a couple of... What are you wearing? Oh. Ooh. Sexy. Ooh. Uh sexy. Referring to a couple of things that we had talked about in previous podcasts. Um, Is he correcting anything? No, he wasn't. He was. By the su- way,
0: it's not the IWAP.
1: <laughs> he was supporting a couple of things. The first thing he was talking about was UberX, which I said sounded like the worst goddamn idea of all time, getting in a stranger's car. No, no way. He said he's done it a few times and that he prefers it to taxis, that it's always quite good and the people are lovely. And on the way to the wedding the other day, we had to get two cabs. I took an uh, Uber taxi. See, my friends took an Uber X, had a lovely time in somebody else's uh, Toyota Corolla. It's, I find it weird. No, this is this is just it's odd it's to me. Tricky. It's very odd to me. It's kind of like Cash Cab. Do you remember that show that yes. Charlie Pickering did? We? Oh yes.
0: Now, now get, this this doesn't get brought up, does it? When he's now the great satirist? No,
1: never. Cash Cab was a, a show that he drove a cab around Adelaide, and basically people got in and they were in the cash cab, and they could win fifty thousand dollars if they answered questions. Oh. Have a look at it. It's still up on YouTube. It wow. is. It is something. Something Thanks pretty for amazing to behold. We might hold that onto a few people. <laughs> uh, but Duncan said that, he, that the Uber X is a good experience. He also talked about my hatred of potato and gravy, mm. where I had said that KFC. Why do you have chips and potato and gravy? Because it's just too much potato. He suggested that maybe one day we should do a show from the back of an Uber X eating chips and, gra- and gravy. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Well.
0: Well. Okay. As soon as we've developed the film.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So this is never gonna happen. But thanks for the suggestion and make sure you head to au to send us an email anytime so we don't have to do any work. Love you.
0: Wanna stay in touch? Head to the website au. And sadly we come to the end of yet another Paul and Rage podcast.
1: That's my Asher impersonation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only when you touch her.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am really not the baby whisperer. Okay.
0: Before you go mm, today, mm. I will make sure that there is a cuddle, a smile, something's going to
1: okay, go. On, okay. Right. She needs to love me.
0: All right. We'll she feed her some baby me. Panadol.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean whiskey. <laughs> uh, all right. What is the safe word? Uh,
0: Uber X. Uber and X. you've got to say Uber X. Uber X. Okay.
1: okay. Uh, today's story is titled Moving Boxes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, story
0: time! by the way, where we replace dirty stuff with a code word.
1: There we go. I get to meet heaps of different people as a removalist, but there was one babe in particular who will forever stay in my mind. Oh, yeah. We had a job moving stuff out of a couple's flat as they'd recently broken up. Ooh, Ooh, opportunity
0: Opportunity knocks The bloke
1: was at work leaving the hot ex-girlfriend at home To make sure the job was done properly She was kind enough to give us a break As it was a scorcher that day Which is when we got talking about her shitty relationship Ooh. I have no idea how we got onto the subject of uber <laughs> What? Yeah. But when she how told How does that come up with a removal? I have no idea uh,
0: Now, doll, would you like me to put the radio <laughs> over
1: here or over here? Do you like it when I have sex <laughs> with people? <laughs> But well, when she told us things failed because of her raging sexuality, all eyebrows in the room raised. What, she's saying it in front of everyone. But hang on, how does it... Raging sexuality. <laughs> this is such BS.
0: This is just random words thrown together. The
1: next thing I know, my mate Dave and I are undressing this petite 20-something blonde and she's more interested in giving us Uber X's than us finishing the removal job. Oh, well,
0: that's... <laughs> Garbage on every
1: level. She keenly shared our Uber X's on her (laughs) knees before leading us into the bedroom where I got, oh, God, Uber X and Dave got Uber X. We took turns Uber X'ing our new friend Uber X style while the other one got an Uber X. I finished by Uber X'ing and. Oh. Uber X on, oh. oh. on her Uber While Dave Uber On her Uber X
0: What a romantic story But at least there was lots of packing paper that they laid down Hang
1: on We then all had a glass of lemonade And carried on moving the stuff out Oh rubbish Her ex asked how the move went When he got back We smiled and said Your ex-girlfriend appreciated the extra help mate oh. Rubbish oh.
0: See you next week Bye you're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: Oh whatever I love you like whatever